coming to you live from the Beach View Studios, The Loft. This is The Brothers Catch Up, a weekly podcast for two brothers coming together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother, Frankie. Oh my gosh, so over the last week, it's unfortunate we're recording here today. I didn't know we'd be recording here because I wanted to talk to him and get his point of view on it specifically. But... A member of our podcast started a Twitter account. Oh, God. Quinn, who you hear every week when we record at Parkview Studios, you'll hear him scratching on the door, trying to get into the garage or out of the garage or get food from his bowl. Sometimes you hear him barking in the backyard or in the front yard at different things, cars or dogs or people. Finally wanted to get his opinions out there, I guess. And he went out of his way to create... A Twitter account and vouch for me to get reinstated on Twitter to Elon Musk personally often. Do you think Quinn is enjoying Twitter? You know, I really can't speak for him. So I don't know. He's got a lot of followers already, 11. Wow. I've been tweeting for a few days. And I haven't tweeted, I mean, Quinn hasn't tweeted from that account in the last like 48 hours. What's Quinn, what, what's Quinn following? <laughs> He's following a lot of people. Dolphins uh, tw- Twitter guys. Interesting. He's following a lot of political Twitter people. Interesting. Quinn seems to have very similar interests to his father. Well, it makes sense. You know, we spent a lot of time together. He's a good dog. And he's got a lot... You know what's funny? He's really quiet around the house, but on Twitter, he's got a bit of a potty mouth. He's just... He's just a little bit of a sailor. Fuck you, fuck that. <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> So I love it. I love Quinn, and he's my he's my good boy. You support his his Twitter? Yeah, of course. I think you know if I can't tweet one, it's nice that that he can get Does on there. Does Quinn the dog hate liberals? He doesn't mind them personally. He just thinks that they're idiots. So oh, Quinn. Oh my God! Speaking of liberals, this great transition. I was banned from TikTok again for the third time, and literally. Two weeks. It was like the third time in two or three weeks. Like if it were a 16-day period, I was banned for three, four-day periods in that 16 days. The third ban just ended. But in the meantime of that ban, I got so many comments on my videos that didn't get removed because some videos got removed. The ones that were still up were so many liberals saying the same thing to me over and over again. They were saying, there's a difference between leftist and liberal. I would agree with that these days. Generally. But that's not their doing. So my point and what I've done in response to these people is I've made videos saying essentially you're the same thing. No, I disagree because like I think you can make an argument that like, I mean not anymore, but like I was never a leftist, but I was a liberal. You sure? When you were a Bernie guy, you wouldn't say you were a leftist? No, because here's the, my problem with leftists. It's the same thing with, like, when you get called alt-right. Okay. Right? It's like, no, leftist is the, is the name for the crazy people on the left. <laughs> okay. Liberal, really, what liberal should mean is, like, at this point, it's just people who want slightly more progressive policies. Sure. That's all. Yeah. Those people don't exist. Like, that's why I would argue, like, they kind of don't exist. That's because liberalism doesn't really exist. Liberalism is gone. Like, that as, like, an idea. So these people who think they're liberals are just leftists. So they're not 
they're not different in that regard, but... Well, my whole argument was, like, you're the same, essentially. Like, I get what you're saying, right? Like, they would brand everyone alt-right because they're all alt-right. Yeah. And, and that's essentially what I'm doing, too. Like, I'm doing Correct. the same thing to them. But only because the distinction is irrelevant in actuality. Like, you can try and semantically or academically argue till you're blue in the face why the liberal is so different from the leftist and why neither are actually Democrats, but we all fucking know that at this point in time, in 2022 in American politics, the leftist, the liberal, and the Democrat are essentially all voting for Democrats. And not only are they all voting for Democrats, well, of course they are. if you're a leftist and you're deciding to abstain from voting for Democrats, and even if you want to vote for the leftist party of the Green Party, you're going to be branded by other leftist liberals and Democrats as a right winger. So yes. guess what? You're all the same, in my opinion. In practice, in actuality, if we're not going to just try and convince ourselves of, of you know, how, language tricks. How funny is that? That you could be the most left, <laughs> vote for the most left party, and be labeled a right winger. Because you're helping Cause you right didn't, <laughs> Because you didn't abide by the rules that we have set forth. Yeah. So I get it. And you know what? They're right when they say, like, you're wrong for lumping everyone in as the same thing. But it goes back to our point that we've made on this. We've had whole episodes of this show dedicated to this idea that labels now, we're post-label. If you're still clinging to any label, whether that's conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, you're the same thing. You're a partisan here, and you are supporting the uniparty. Now, you and I, for a while, Trump Republicans, MAGA Republicans, Trump supporters. But I don't think either of us were, like, Republicans. Oh, God, no. Yeah. And I think the distinction there is very obvious because, like, I wouldn't vote for any Republican given the circumstance. And I wouldn't vote for any Democrat in any circumstance. So I don't know what that makes me. Well, actually, I'd vote for Tulsi. But Tulsi, what is Tulsi? Not a Democrat. Yeah, exactly. So Is Tulsi a leftist? No, I would say Tulsi's a liberal. Okay. What would a liberal say about Tulsi? A real liberal would say she was a liberal. <laughs> a leftist liberal would say she's a right winger. But this is why I, I think it's like I, like I'm. Listen, I do still kind of think I'm a liberal. I think I'm a liberal too. Like if anything, I'm a leftist. Free college? I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah. In a regular society. Yeah, but my problem is, is like just not today, right now. The problem is we have gone so far away from like things that actually matter because nothing matters. Yeah. I don't care what you support. It doesn't none of that's going to happen anymore. We've gone so far. We've lost the plot in terms of what your government is supposed to do. So all we do is just argue about who's more right and who's more wrong and it's like it doesn't matter because we're all fucked. Because your government doesn't do anything for anyone yeah so like sure they're gonna come out and say they're gonna they want to do these things but none of those things are actually gonna matter and there's no practicality in any of it and even in the rare circumstance where they do the thing they say they want or try to do the means in which they have to do it violate every principle The, the actual goal that they achieve is so catastrophic that in actuality it was a harmful thing that they did in the first place like it's not right look at this student loan shit yeah. We're going to forgive student loans, $10,000, blah, blah, blah. We go through the election cycle for the primaries. 
was it two days after the primaries? The Supreme Court was like, yeah, it's unconstitutional. You can't just forgive student loans. So it's like, all right, well, oops. Now what? So like, it's all just, it's all just shit. It doesn't matter. Which is which is the point of that we're making. It's like if you're arguing with me that there's a difference between leftist and liberal, you're a Democrat. Because that only serves the purposes of keeping entrenched power in power if you're going to come on here and have the semantic argument with me. It just means to me that you're embarrassed to be the other. Whichever one you identify as, you don't want to be associated with the other one, so you're trying to make distinctions. So what, what do they but, not want to be? Do they not want to be the liberal or do they not want to be the leftist? I think that, they, I don't, I think that they're also so confused that they don't know. Like Some of them don't want to be liberals and some of them don't want to be leftists. Because they see flaws in the other that are actually present in themselves. Like, you're the same. <laughs> if you're a liberal... Yeah, I guess so, because uh, now that I'm thinking about it, like, was Bernie a liberal or was Bernie a leftist? <laughs> Bernie was probably a leftist. Right? He's a leftist. Because he was, like, the most progressive. But in actuality, what is he? He's a liberal. He's a liberal. Did he do anything to stop the liberals? No. No. So, like, he's a liberal. And that's fine. We just need a better name just for it. Just own it. Just be what you are. And then we that just way... need a better name for it. That's all. Because, like, Shit think hands. about... Yeah, like, think about the way, like, the right gets talked about, right? There's... Yeah. There's the right. Alt right. There's fascists. the conservatives. But at the end of the day, you just label everyone who's not a traditional conservative alt right yes. and be done with it. fine. So, I think it should just be Democrat and... <laughs> Castro's. Yeah. <laughs> the Lenin party. No, but I mean, in reality, though, it doesn't matter to me if you're a leftist or a liberal. I want to unite with you. Also, don't on... pretend like you're not supporting all those policies, whether you're oh, exactly. liberal or a leftist. You, like, you, yeah, like, you want everything Joe Biden wants in reality. Like, when as soon as you make the argument with me that you're a different form of leftist. You're telling me you sub- you vote for Democrats, but you want to explain why you're better. That's fine. I'm trying to unite with you on the idea that we're past the idea that there are policies that will save you. That's why I think I'm more honorable. I'll vote for the Republican. I'll tell you why I'm worse. Sure. I'll tell you exactly why I'm doing it. And it is to spite you. It's to ruin <laughs> everything. I don't care. I'm we done. need to ruin them. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like We need to unite around the idea that you're, like, your free college isn't going to help anyone. Your your <coughs> unlimited abortions aren't going to help anyone. That like well, that's where I'll I, I'm not a liberal or a leftist <laughs> in any way. I truly have gone old white man in terms of abortion. No abortion, but no seriously. Like at the end of this whole mess that we're in, we're going to get to the point where we have to realize that there's no one policy position. It's not health care. It's not the debt. It's not infrastructure that's getting us out of this plight, which is that we are in a prison society. We are in a failing state. We are in the dystopia. And we're run by the worst people. So until we can recognize this as a team, as one big happy family, and say, whoa. Okay. I think I make a good point here. I had a tweet yesterday. Let me see. And this is kind of my new stance on just anything. Okay, so there's this video of this man on a, a now this opinions video. Who he's a bald man with a mustache, wearing 
very feminine clothing. Oh, that's the guy from the Biden administration. And he's talking about pronouns and everything. And you know what? Do you know who that is? No, I don't know. I don't really? care. Really? You don't know anything about I, him? I don't care. I hate him. Oh, you're not going to bring up what just happened to him? I don't know what happened. Did someone throw like a soda can at no. his No! He worked in the Biden administration as the, uh, I think he was like in charge of something in the treasury. Not 100% sure what he, trans- something like that. But he just got fired because he got arrested for a lot of uh, stealing of things. Criminality. Okay. Which kind of goes to my point. <laughs> So he's dressed like a woman, and he's talking about respect and, like, pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Here's why I don't care Yeah. about your pronouns, about your specs, about really any transgender issue. Yeah, yeah. It's so far down the totem pole. <laughs> like, it's so... So here's what I tweeted. I said, It is cute that these lunatics really think the biggest problem we face is respect for everyone. Must be nice to live in a world where you get to pretend the government isn't involved in a child sex trafficking ring and work against every one of us. But sure... I said, but sure thing, lady, with quotation marks. Go go to Quinn's Twitter, because he has something that goes right in line with that that he tweeted the other day. Like, do you see my point, though? Yes. Like, why are we worried about what pronouns we're using for other people when it doesn't... I, why can't I find 11Q Biazzi. I know, I just typed that in and it didn't come up. Is Quinn also shadow banned? I literally typed in... Character for character. No. Come on, Quinn. If I type in Brothers Ketchup Quinn. Wow. It's just not there. That's crazy. Did Quinn get banned? No, I was just on his on his account two seconds ago. But it's gone now. He tweeted essentially something very similar. Uh was it a quote tweet of that video? No. But it was something that essentially is like, I'm so sick of kindness. Okay. Uh, this one, nothing annoys the shit out of me more. Maybe. Read it. Nothing annoys the shit out of me more than memes telling people to be kind on the internet or moralistic platitudes tweeted telling people not to be mean because life's hard. God forbid we encounter or tolerate mean people on the internet. God forbid you have to deal with a bully. Same sentiment, man. You and Quinn on the same wavelength. Me and this dog think very similarly. <laughs> Respect and kindness on the internet are getting out of hand. I don't even think it's on the internet. In person. Yeah. Don't expect real. people to be nice to you. How about that? How about we all toughen up a little bit? How about we let the assholes just kind of be we, themselves? We didn't. We've ruined it <laughs> we've for ruined ourselves. Everything. So, like, now you don't get to expect people to hold the door for you. I want to hit you most of the time. You should be thanking me for not doing it. I just, I don't know. I just don't. Get it? Like, why are we so in, like everyone is really cares to about... a kinder, more gentler place where no one thinks at all? I don't think it is though. That's the thing. Is like most people are like, what are we doing here? Most people are losing their shit. <laughs> like, I legitimately think these people are crazy. When you're when you have a mustache and are dressed in ladies' clothing and intem- tell me to call you her, <laughs> you're crazy. It's not me. I'm not wrong. I will, I will die for that. I don't care. I'm not wrong. You're wrong. You're a wacko. I was in... Where was I? I was in Brooklyn. I think I was in Brooklyn. It was long... It was like a couple years ago. And there was this man who had a dress on. Full chest hair, leg hair, arm hair. And I said, that shouldn't be allowed. 
There should be rules. You should do. If you want to do it, you can do it. Shave your body. But don't have chest hair out. That's crazy. That's disrespectful to the women. Like, I was offended. I was offended for the trans, the the real trans out there who are like, well, like hot. They're like, I cut my dick off for this. And you're just going to come out here with chest hair? And call yourself a trans? And so that's crazy. Yeah, man. But no, we have to be so kind and just fuck off. No one's kind. The government isn't kind to us, so I'm not going to be kind to you. Sorry. No one's kind to us. It's the kindness only goes in one direction. Yeah, no one's ever kind to the, <laughs> no ever to the alt-right. I've gotten banned so many times. Look at the comments on the videos that don't get banned on my videos. Like, you're a white piece of shit. People will literally comment that and will not get... They will, I won't report them. I will like it. I don't care. Because I have thick skin. It doesn't matter. You can say that to me. Whatever. I don't cry about it. But that's not kindness. Don't tell me that's respect. That's respect. <laughs> that's, that's not respect. Go fuck yourself. I am a white piece of shit. Actually, I'm not. I'm Italian. Sicilian. Mediterranean. You put us in the sun, we're olive people. How, how many generations are we here now? I think we're the third or fourth. I think we're third. Half On one side, we're three. On the other side, I think we're four. It's not really that long of a time to be here. No. So, like... We got a little over 100 years. Like, when we came here, we weren't anything special. No, we got shit all over. Like, it was our great... The stories that, like, my dad tells us about when he was a kid, some things are really fucked up. Our great-grandparents <laughs> came from Italy. Our grandparents. That's, well, um... No great Dad's mom or dad. No, I don't think so. Okay, but like, regardless, it's like it's not that far. Like, it's very in touch. It's very reachable. And it's like, well, I don't know. Listen, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> You're not allowed to have opinions. That is the worst part about it. It's like you can't speak. That's what the podcast was created for, because we knew this was coming. We were at the point we created the podcast for. Like, when, we, when we're not allowed to say anything because of the color of our skin. <laughs> of the, but don't worry, that's not racism. Because of the content of your ideas, actually. It has nothing to do with the color of your skin, it's just a nice excuse. Because if a black person says similar things to what we say, like if a black person says the establishment is corrupt and Trump You're isn't right. that bad... They go to their skin color, too. It has nothing to do with what skin color you are. They immediately go... You're a race traitor. They go, you're, a, they go, you're an Uncle Tom. You're a coon. It's like, oh my god. It's like crazy. Like, How you guys say that shit? You guys are pretty racist. That's pretty fucked up. Just because but, this guy didn't think like, the way think you wanted it. him to think? I There's so many, too. Like, Thomas Sowell, Candace Owens. You go down a list of... Like, think about what they said about Herschel Walker. Like, the things that you go... It has nothing to do with being as long as you As long as you toe the party line... And follow the talking points. We'll never be racist towards you. Yeah. And I mean, hey, you know, Republicans who are black or whatever you want to say about them. But, like, people are entitled to their own, own opinions. Well, it's just this idea that, like, everyone has to think the same way. We are how many minutes into this podcast? And the most 19. important thing that's ever happened in the history of our lives happened over this past week. And we didn't even talk about it yet. And I don't think anyone's talked about it because it's such a big thing. And we've all known it for so long that no one even has knows what to do or say. So it's, we're just going to ignore it like we always do because we're frozen. The Trump NFTs? No! Although that's a good one. Did you see that shit? 
I hate I him. I was so annoyed by that, but... I hate him. No, he's he's still smarter than us. I don't think he is. He is. He's not. He he's is. a fucking asshole. I don't know what they are today, but yesterday those NFTs were trading for almost three times what they sold for. Yeah, because he's... the only NFTs that are valuable right now. It's wild. How do it's you not that wild. It's not that wild. He has people thinking he is actually doing something for them, and he's not. He hasn't. He won't. It's 40,000 NFTs. Who the fuck cares about NFTs? I, well, I'm just saying that, like... Like, people thought that announcement was going to be like, I'm pressing criminal charges. And instead it was, buy my NFT. How, he, how would he press criminal charges? Do something. <laughs> he's not the president. But, hold on, wait. There's not a single person in America right they now. They just Maybe. got banned off live. Oh, we did. Can you be like a certain... Is it amount of time? Also, be careful my tree. Live stream access was removed. Bullying and harassment. That's pretty cool. Oh, no, I don't agree. TikTok misunderstood my live videos. What should my reason be? I'm going to put all these reasons. All of these things. That's so annoying. Now what does it mean? So how long are we... Our live access will be restored on December 22nd, 2022. So we're in time for the next podcast. It's only like three days. Can I post anything? We had 144 viewers. We had two comments, 79%. Or the comments. Racist. Right. Um, let's see if I'm, if I can comment now or if I'm banned from commenting. I can still comment. All right. So I can comment and post videos, which is good. Usually that's what gets banned. Um, no, but all right. So the most important thing that's happened that, well, what I was going to say is there's not a single person, maybe Kanye West in America that can release 40,000 NFTs right now and have them triple in value in almost in like three days. So what, what does that mean? It means that. Not one, not many of the people have the reach like him. So, like, at this point, he doesn't have the reach that I think we think he has. Like, I think he does. He clearly does. Truth Social is it. Still a pretty big reach. Yeah, well, but that's why I think that he's still the best chance that we have of winning office again. I don't care, but, but like, that's the thing, though. Like, so like it now it's just about winning office? No, well, no. Like he already won office and he didn't do anything. That's I mean, the whole. That's why we're. Time. That's why we're in where we are. Yeah, I agree. Like I think you should have more contempt for him than you do. I was annoyed when he announced the NFTs. I'm impressed that they sold out and they've gone up in value. That tells me that his movement is significant. Like I still get pissed when people most, shit talk Trump because like it's the most significant. Political they're missing the point. Like the people who hate him. Because he was like a threat to society. That pisses me off so much more now. Because it's like, he he was never even a threat to do the things I wanted him to do. Who are we bullying and harassing? I think black people. <laughs> I, think. I, don't, I don't understand. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> I know it wasn't the Jews. But no, I'm ju- I just think that Trump's movement is still the most significant in America and I don't think it is. There's something to be said for that. Oh uh, well, that's not true. I do think it is. I don't think it will be by the time the next election comes around. We'll see. He's got to overcome DeSantis. I think he probably can. I don't think he can. We're gonna find out. I DeSantis don't is like a real politician. I think that's gonna hurt DeSantis. I don't think so. I think it's gonna help him. I don't think a real politician is gonna 
do anything. I think DeSantis will do stuff. But probably not. What will no do? One, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> What's Trump going to do? Make everyone upset again. DeSantis will make people more upset. I don't think so. I, I, I think I, so. I like DeSantis fine. Trump is a fucking... I don't fucking, trust DeSantis. Trump is a fraud. Like, he's not... Okay. Like, they're... Like, the... They're gonna, he's going to piss everyone off. But, like, the people you want to piss off, I don't think we're ever actually pissed off. I don't think that's true. But, I mean, okay, what about Trump is a fraud in the sense that, like, what has he done in the time since that he should have done? In the sense that he doesn't have, like, the power to Dude, do Dude, he went to every fucking rally for two years with lock her up chins. He, did he do anything about Hillary Clinton? I think what he did is show that the DOJ is its own its own entity. Oh, he did that? Well, kind of. We didn't know that before? I think we thought that Trump was going to be able to control it. And they don't think he did. The, the sounds FBI... Like, sounds like excuses. Sure, maybe it is an excuse for Trump, but at the same time, it's the truth. I don't think like, Trump wanted to get involved. I think he thought he did. And I think once he saw it, he was like, well, that's going to be a lot of work for me. I'm just going to do, I'm just going to try to like do real stuff. And like, that's admirable. The economy was pretty good. The job numbers went down. He was trying. But at the end of the day, like, that's not what I want. It's not why I voted for you. I agree. But I don't think that there's any hope in a world where like DeSantis is president of you getting anything different than what you got. No, of course not. That's not, no one is. So I think that's you're, why I'm not getting that anyway. So I anyway. think that's why Trump has the advantage there. Why? Because people. Like I Trump. think he has a less chance to do it. He already proved he can't do it. At least DeSantis hasn't proved he can't do it. I think that Trump is going to run with the understanding of what he was up against in his first term, and that the enemies that he faced in D.C. and the that should have been in the FBI that he now understands that he can't trust anyone. No, the whole the, he should have his whole second. Election should have been like, listen, I'm sure we're doing this whole facade of an election, but just know, like, I'm not leaving. Like, no matter what happens, I'm not leaving. Yeah, I don't... Like... That's not possible, though. It could have been possible. We're... You're operating under the assumption that we're following the rules. What happened to... Stop following the fucking (laughs) rules. The rules have gotten us where we are. Stop it. Well, I agree with that. So, like... Look, you know how I feel about... The other side doesn't respect the rules. Exactly. It's like the rules have gone out the window. When when people are crying in the streets about how Trump is a threat to democracy, then be a fucking threat to democracy. Let's fucking end this <laughs> shit show that we call democracy. I think that, I think that Trump wanted to let them do it. In the end of the day, at the end of the day, Trump was the greatest. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fortifier of power for democracy. We've said that on this podcast. So like, thanks a lot. But, but what happened? But at the same time, it's not true because all the undermining of that we do, like on social media, all this, all the we're going to get into it next because that's what I was setting up for. I didn't expect to get into this conversation about whether or not Trump is true or not. Like whatever, like it's so irrelevant when you look at the political landscape. In my mind, it's everyone in the world, and then Donald Trump is the one that's still kind of unknown there because. He doesn't have the political infrastructure behind him. He doesn't have the support of media. He doesn't have the support yeah, but that's, of big of you know. But that's why law firms like he can't hire lawyers to defend. But him that's why I look at him and go, "All right, we got to move on." Like he's going to hold us back at this point. From what? 
From what? I don't know. Like, hold us back from what? There's no... He's the distraction. He is the label that gets to root... Like, he's what... Like, the media fucking loves that they get to use him as this, like, sign that if you even dare support him, you're the one who's wrong. My point is, I think you need a better figure. I don't know who that figure is. But but they're going to do that to anyone who... They do that to everyone. Who's on the right? Yeah, and you need and someone who's going to be stronger. Is going to capitulate to it? No, I don't think so. I think so. I mean, if you look at DeSantis, he hasn't capitulated to anything. DeSantis is fine. I like DeSantis, but I don't think that DeSantis even look. He's going after the pharmaceutical companies, right? He's going. He's got a big lawsuit going. Like those are all good things, politically, strategically. If we're trying to win something in the long term and save America in some grand political plan, you need someone in Florida to hold the state. So I want DeSantis to stay in Florida, personally. At least for Trump's second term, and then DeSantis could run for president if he wants. But to me, Florida is vulnerable and would probably lose if it were up for election and DeSantis wasn't the candidate. Yep. Next, <laughs> But you're still thinking, like, politically. Yeah, well, I mean, that's all we can think until we have an answer. Like, wh- what are we going to do? You're going to lose every election going forward because they're rigged, unless you have someone like Trump who can possibly upset the apple cart. But that sentence doesn't even make sense. What do you mean? Like, we're going to lose every election, unless it's Trump. Like, why do you think Trump is, like, what makes it different? Trump lost the last election. Yes. And he will never have more support than he already had. I don't think that's true. People like me are gone. Right now. Right now. I mean, there's a lot that can change. In the in the months leading up to the election, the first time we voted for Trump, I didn't think I'd ever vote for Trump. That was like two weeks before the election. I was like, all right, I'm going to vote for Trump. So things happen very quickly in politics. There's a lot that there's a lot of support that comes and goes. Two, two weeks ago, Trump was polling at 80% support. Now it's like in the 70s. Like It's not that big of a deal. My only point with the NFT thing, when you brought up the NFTs, is that there's a significant core of people that are loyal to him, that helps him, that other people in this country don't have right now. And that's significant when we're talking about just the actual movement of winning an electoral contest in this country. Now, but whether or not... You have to beat a system that will not allow you to win. Sure. And that's... Everyone's going to face that. Like... Joe Biden received 80 million votes. 81. We know that that is not even close to... Like, I don't know what the real number is. Would you be shocked if you found out, like, 30 years from now, when you're, like, in your 60s, they come out with, like, this big breaking report, things are much better, let's say. Like, in that 2020 election, Joe Biden received 15 million votes. Would you be like... Wow. He only got that many, or would you be like, yeah, I'm not shocked. Ah, who knows. Right? So, like, um, the only thing I want to say, though, about Trump is that I don't think that he's, like, the hero. I just think that you have a world full of really bad options. I don't think that running DeSantis solves anything. I think that, at least in the world of Trump, like, Trump's just... His whole per- personality frames the argument of the political discussion differently. Trump is the middle finger to the establishment. And if you can give them that middle finger again, 
hey, maybe the message is received differently. Ultimately, me and you both believe that the political solution isn't there. We voted for, we wanted Bernie Sanders to win the first time because we wanted that revolution. So, yeah, like Trump is probably not the savior. He's not going to get into office and like fix our issues. But like, I do think that, you know. But I'm not looking for my issues to be fixed. I'm looking for someone, and maybe this is just because I'm, this is, like, that. maybe that's the problem, is, like, I'm looking for something that will never happen and will never exist. But, like, truly, I just want someone who's going to go in there and destroy everything. Like, I want whoever wins the next election, that is the last election. <laughs> like, when four, when the next, in four years, when it's time for an election, there just isn't an election. And it's like, no, like, that's, we're done with that. But not for no purpose. Well, no, there's going to be a purpose to it, but. Yeah, you want, you want all the decades of, you know. I want it all exposed. I want it out. The JFK files were released. And on Tucker Carlson's oh, show, he literally about. came out and said. That he has sources... I'm going to play the clip because it's significant. I think people should hear just what was said on a newscast in America. Um, Do you think Tucker's going to get assassinated? Probably not. Like, I think Tucker's more of a threat to the system than Trump is. Oh, shit. Is that a crazy stance? What? To think Tucker's more of a threat than Trump? So, look, this is not me saying it. It's not even Tucker saying it. It's Tucker's supposed source in the CIA saying it. It's like years, years, years of being on the fringes of the political discussion, like before censorship online, before, before Trevor Moore was murdered in his backyard, before James Corbett was erased from mainstream internet places, before Alex Jones was sued for billions of dollars before uh you knew the notion of false flags and and gun control and all these things that have been pervasive over the last 15 to 20 years the conversation about jfk the grassy knoll lee harvey oswald george bush senior and the cia have all been there and you no one knows the truth no one knows these answers but when you get a glimpse at what the truth could possibly be, which is, yeah, they were involved. Like, you don't need to know anymore. You just need to know that, like, all the arguments you've made against people who stand on those fringes of the discussion and, and take the positions that aren't easy to take because the evidence isn't as solid and the, and the ridicule is very harsh and persistent... 
Those are the people that we need to, you know, allow to speak at the bare minimum. And I think that the reaction to what is essentially, like, significant news is so typical of this world. And I think that's why Trump's win was important because it validates people like us. Trump's win is important because the people who know that Donald Trump is at least apart from that system in the sense that, and like maybe he is a part of it because we don't know, but at least on the surface, like on the ability, like for all the things that we can actually see, he's the least similar to the, to the rest of the machine. And the fact that he was able to get into the presidency gave a voice to people who were saying those kind of things. And the worst things Trump ever did are the things that we said from months and months and months going back to his the end of his presidency. That you have to free Julian Assange. You have to pardon Edward Snowden. You have to let these truth tellers. But Trump is his own person in a sense because, like, think about it. He had Lionel, you know, uh, Lionel, who's a conspiracy theorist, he's a big JFK truther. He had uh, Roger Stone is a close confidant of Donald Trump. Roger, Roger Stone has one of the best lectures online that you could watch about the JFK assassination. It's like an hour and a half long where he will just go into detail. He worked in the Nixon administration right after the Kennedy assassination and spent his adult life as a hobby just collecting JFK assassination documents. So like, these are people that were close in Trump's orbit. One of Trump's first things he did was go to the CIA and call them out and essentially tell them that things were going to change and whether or not they did is to be argued. But my only point being, like, we don't have advocates here. And everyone in government knows this truth. And they actively hide it from you every day. And it's not just the truth about who killed JFK. It's the truth about what your government is, what it does, what it believes itself to be, and what it believes its goal to be. It's not to keep you safe. It's not to make you prosperous. It's not to enhance the lives of Americans everywhere. It's to enrich the people in the circle who who live in D.C. D.C. is the Vatican. D.C. is a city-state, and it, it operates separate from you, and it's run by intelligence operatives and not the people you elect. So, which is why like Trump is just nice because he's like, he's at least doesn't live in DC. I don't know. Not there. Not world. But I mean, I mean if, if, Elon ran, like, if, if Elon Musk ran for president, I prefer Elon Musk to like 90% of politicians that'd be on the stage. If it were Kanye West, I'd prefer Kanye West than 90% of the politicians that sit on that stage. What if it was the rock? I mean, I probably would prefer him to most of the politicians on that stage, but I don't trust The Rock in that sense. Yeah. Like, The Rock is Hollywood establishment. Yeah. He's a liberal. <laughs> a leftist. Yeah. What if we combined the words? A liberal. But isn't it crazy how good they are, though, at what they do? Like, they knew they had to hide the JFK files until we could handle it. It wasn't until we could handle it. It was until no one cared. Except for people like us who, like, don't care because we knew already, you know? <laughs> it's the same thing with the Twitter files. Like, why should I care about something I already knew in my heart to be true, you know? Well, I don't need confirmation. Like, if tomorrow they came out and was like, 9-11 was an inside job. You know who I'm, I'm 
you know who won't care? <laughs> Me. Obviously. But if you fully believe that, like, it was this terrorist attack and we had nothing to... Like, you should care. If you believe JFK was really shot by Lee Harvey Oswald and the CIA had nothing to do, you should be caring. Because the government's been lying to you. Yeah. They haven't been lying to me. I see through their lies. You don't. I didn't listen to them anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you're the ones who should care. I don't care. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's funny. Like, I think it's sad. I mean, I think we. it's just... Hey, by the way, JFK... But that just shows, like, how good they are at manipulating shit. Like, look at the stories that get, like, news. And look at the stories that don't. That's all you need to know. Yep. Alright, so that's all I got. Okay. That was good. I'm tired. Good podcast. You're right. Too bad we got banned. No, it's recording. That's why I wanted to talk to you about it at the post. Yeah, this is the post. Yeah, well, you just told me you don't want to talk about it. I want to shit on our mother. Oh, come on. Like, you're above that? On a fucking podcast, I am. What? You don't need, first of all, I think we've had the podcast long enough where you know that I have a pretty good judge of the content I'm going to bring up. And if I was seriously shitting on her, it wouldn't be anything like that I wouldn't think the podcast could air. I love my mother. So sure. Talk your shit. I will defend her to the death. We were at Storybook Land. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is essentially the quintessential 1950s era 
like is New it an Jersey am- mom it- and pop theme park. I was going to say, is it an amusement park? Yeah. Is it big? No. It's 20 acres. Compare it to like Popcorn Park Zoo. It's probably about the same size. But it's, a, it's got like kid rides on it all around. I would never go there. And then like statues of like Mother Goose and like... Yeah, I would never go there. Although that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's all like nursery rhyme stuff. It's, there's a big train that goes around the whole park. It's nice, but it's like old from the 50s. So, you know, nothing is good. But, while we were there, at one point, she made a critique of something that stood out to me. Like, really triggered me, actually. She goes, she looks around the whole place, and she's like, I'll tell you what, there's no security here. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? That's really funny. First of all, Storybook Land. Does Storybook Land need security? Like, what's going to happen? And, like, there's literally... So, it's a theme park, but the entrance is, like, you have to walk in the front of, like, a... A strip mall that has the facade of a castle. So, it's literally just one... It's, like, a really tight entry point. You're funneled into this place. Yeah. Like, you can't... It's not like Disney where you it's have It's not like it's wide yeah. Yeah, or like Six Flags where you're walking through a bunch of ticket booths. It's literally just one door. And you can't... Like, and you walk in. You, there's a door to the amusement park. Yeah, if anyone had a gun. You see that door? It's an amusement park if you open that door. So she goes... Anyone, you know, anyone has guns nowadays. Like, look at you. You could just snap and kill... She said that to you? How many people here? Yes! That's funny. Cause I, <laughs> only because I think the same way. But not in terms of like, like I pro- like I'm scared to say this, huh? but like I've been places with like Amanda before. You can kill a lot of people. And I go fish in a barrel. Like this would be a good place. <laughs> like if you're ever gonna do it, it's a good spot. So I said, now I'm like I'm blown away that she even brought it up. Like she's thinking, like wow, look at you, a gunman you snap at any at any point. I wasn't even offended, really, that she had said it like that. I would have been offended. But she, but I was like, well, what are all the? First of all, it's not how it really works. Like, what are all the gun laws for? You know, isn't that why you live in New Jersey? Like, so you don't have to worry about something like that, especially here. Like, nice place. Like, she's like, that's not. They, they don't. That's not what those are for. Then why do we have the laws? Like, because I would think the same. Like, isn't that the argument for more guns? Like, wouldn't you want the way it actually? The this is the thing it highlighted to me. Like. The people who think these things who have the ability... But isn't that just a big flaw in gun control then? Yes. If you're still worried you're still about... worried that like, a dude's going to walk in and kill everyone's family. Then take away gun control. <laughs> Let us all have guns. Then you don't have to worry about it. If I had my gun on us, and if anyone walked yeah, in like, here with a gun... I can't have my gun here. This is your law. So, like, if someone comes in to kill everybody, he's breaking laws. He's got a gun. And he's breaking laws. We all have to run. So, yeah. That's like, the funniest part about gun control, is, like... These people, the people you're worried about are criminals. Yes. You think more laws is what's going to help? So, like, from her point of view, it's that anyone could snap at any time and then murder, take the lives of 50 innocent people. Like, and then she put it on me, like her own son. Like, you, you, could, you, you it could be you. You could snap and take well, the lives of... That's how she views you. I know. Well, that's fine. But, like, in her worldview, it's like anyone at any moment can do such a thing. Therefore, no one can have guns. Instead of, like, if you believe that... So you should probably you have a gun. Don't yourself to the teeth, woman. Like, I don't believe that. So I don't believe that anyone just snaps and then goes on a murder spree. Like, that's not how murder sprees happen. I hate going to the movie theaters. Yeah. Because the Aurora shooting back in, like, 2008, 6, 7, whenever that was, was, like, 
Oh, yeah, like, that's a terrible place to be if there's going to be a gunman. Number one, not allowed to bring a gun into a movie theater. Yep. You're trapped in a dark room. <laughs> so, like, it's a bad place to be. So, for me, I would feel so much more comfortable going to the movies if I could just... Have, while I'm in my dark room watching a movie, I have a gun on me. And I just... I get to watch my movie, and then when I hear shooting outside the door... I'm ready to go. Guess what? Like, I, like, I don't know. And I, I, that might, I might not be able to protect anybody. I might die. I might die. But at least I know I have a chance. I'm going to shoot. I might get a shot up. Um, so, yeah, like, I, like, it's just baffling. Like, because, because I don't believe that, you would think I would be the type to be like, oh, no, gun control because no one needs guns. But no, like, I think that you should have guns because you never know what could happen. Yes. A crazy person with a gun could walk in and kill everyone. It might be nice to be on. But they're like, a crazy person with a gun is everyone. Here's the problem with gun control. It went out the window the second the first gun was made. <laughs> if guns didn't exist, sure, you shouldn't have a gun. Because it doesn't what exist. What about sword control? If, in the absence of guns, is there a limit on who can have So sword? that's the weird thing too, right? Is like... No one's really worried about knives and swords and shit because you can't commit mass genocides. Mass acts of violence. You get a couple. Hello. We just don't have anyone who's really good with a sword. But, which brings me to something I want to talk about later. Um, but, like, you could go to the... You go to Target, and you can get almost everything you need to make a bomb. And that's going to do more damage than any gun. Well, if Zora were a real person, but like a homicidal maniac in the year 2022, how many guys could he sword down in a, in a target? What that, I just want it on record now. I never will snap, but if I do, it will not be with a gun. It will be a sword. I will go on a sword killing spree. It will be the coolest thing ever. Newscasters will be impressed. They'll be like, this guy. I'm going to try and get my hands on a really uh, harmful biological agent and release that in a very populated area for my, if I snap. Yeah, like, do something to, like, really prove the gun That's control people I, yeah, wrong. I don't want to, I don't, I think I want to prove Where the you gun going? control people to be the assholes that they are. But I couldn't believe she said that to me for a million different reasons. And I couldn't believe that the... It's a crazy thing to say inside of a place that's meant for children. It's theme park. It's, like, meant for, like, five-year-olds Everyone's gonna get under. shot. No security here. Also, like, isn't she, like, part of the defund the police? A lot of places to hide. Probably, like, so rides. Right. There's all these, like, okay, think early Disney animatronics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the leftover ones ended up in storybook land and were repurposed to fit various, like, storybooks. So, like, there's a big wolf that's dressed in grandma's clothes that sits in bed and moves around. And there's these, uh... I don't like that. Like, I'd rather just a statue. Little pigs in brick houses that spin around. I'd rather just a statue. No, old animatronics. Like, 50s era, like, still running out. Yeah, no, I'm thinking like Chuck E. Cheese. And they tell the story of the of the old Mother Hubbard sat in a cupboard. You know what's funny? So my other cat, not the one that just ran by Jersey. Me and Amanda always say all the time to each other, like he reminds us of an animatronic. Like sometimes he just like sits there, and his movements are like <laughs> robotic. We're like, what are you doing? <laughs> all right, well. That was all. Listen, what do you expect from your mother? 
She's just worried about your grandchild getting shot while she's at an amusement park. But it just hurts. It hurts to think that, like, the people who want gun control the most don't even, like, they don't have a goal. Like, because you think the goal is, like, to stop violence. Well, that would be my question, right? Is, okay, let's say there is more gun control. I said it. Like, will, you feel, will you feel better? Will you feel safe? And no. she'll probably be like, well, no. Okay, then what, at what point will you feel safe? No guns? Because that's never going to happen. So you, you should, you're never going to feel safe because there's always going to be someone. Who could have a gun. Who could have a gun. You'll feel safer if I have my gun. You feel, that's my my point. Like, wouldn't you rather never have? To I'm pretty use nasty your gun? with that ten mil now. Would you rather have a gun that you carry around your whole life that you've never once had a fire use ever, or go around your whole life without a gun and you find yourself in, in a situation where you get shot in the fucking face? <laughs> I have an idea. You're gonna like the one where you have the gun better. Yeah. Guns are just really cool in general. Yeah, dude, they're sick. The more I get into guns, the more I just think that guns are awesome. I guess we could just talk about it now. I was going to save it for the main part of the podcast, but it doesn't really matter. Watched Bullet Train last night. Okay. And it's a good example of guns and swords. Okay. The reviews for this movie are, like, not good. Is this the Brad Pitt movie? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Like, I don't know why people don't like this movie. In an age where most movies suck... Like, at least it's a little refreshing. It's a little all over the place and could have been shorter, but... I don't know, it was fun fucking action. Brad Pitt is, like, anti-gun. He's, like, old and retired and, like, coming back and he's like, I'm not using a gun. And, like, the whole movie is just, like, fun. And just is finding himself in situations where it's, like, Sandra Bullock is, like, his handler, like, over the... And she's, like, in his ear the whole movie. She's, like, probably should have taken that gun. And he's like, I don't like guns. And then he's like fighting and then he winds up shooting people in the face. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Highly suggested though. It's a good movie. Alright. It's fun. That came out recently. Yeah. It was pretty good. The acting was really good in it. And like the story was good enough where it was like entertaining. It was very weird because it's a mix of like, it takes place in Japan on a bullet train. So there's a lot of like anime and those types of themes, but all the actors are, like, American and English. Pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. I I like Brad Pitt, so it's got that going for it. Brad Pitt's great in it. Brad, Brad Pitt hasn't made a bad movie ever. I don't care what <laughs> anyone says. Is he in Road to Perdition? No. Are you sure? Yes. What movie am I thinking of? I don't know. A river runs through it. <laughs> I don't know if the movies are the same, but that is for sure what I'm thinking of. Alright, I'm gonna end it. Alright, let's start the podcast.